Good morning and welcome to Friday. Yeah, give yourself a round of applause. We've made it through another week. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I'll be your captain for this hour. Get a couple fingers of Jack in the coffee. Sit back, relax, strap on that seatbelt. Well, actually, don't be driving if you're slipping the the jacket, the coffee, and uh, I'll be entertaining you for the next hour. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. Another episode of Banks Behaving Badly. Uh, I'll tell you about that. I'll, I'll tell you about um, the the latest attempt to add another amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Yes, Crazy Nancy's at it again. But you know what? It actually may not be for Donald Trump. Who knows? It may be for Joe Biden. But I'll get to all of that. But first, uh, I got a uh, shout-out to one of our uh, radio broadcasters, Steve Stars, uh, sent me this link. And I was wondering when this was going to happen. And it, it started and I think you're going to see this happen all over the place. This is out of Greeley, Colorado. Waving signs that read such things as, I'd rather die of COVID than loneliness. We are prisoners in our own home. These were residents of a nursing facility that staged their own anti-lockdown protest on one of the busiest streets in Greeley, directly across from the city's largest and longest operating hospital. Freedom, freedom, freedom! One lady chanted while waving a sign that read, We want our families back. The protest against the Colorado Department of Public Health and Governor Jared Polis mandates they do not allow nursing home residents to see their loved ones. Can you imagine? Yeah, the land of the home, or home of the free, land of the brave, but you can't see your family. This is it's nonsense. It was thought up, organized, and carried out by the residents with oversight from the nurses and other staff members at the nursing home. Uh, The assistant administrator for Fair Acres Manor, Ben Gonzalez, says that the facility, this is a rather larger facility, has its own residence council. They meet monthly, discuss things that are on the residents' minds. He says they usually discuss caregivers things they'd like to do, and offer suggestions among other things. However, recently, they brought up the idea of protesting the lockdown. As it has now entered its eighth month with no hugs, no smiles, no kisses from their loved ones, Gonzalez went on to say, we are here to support our residents. If they want to get their voices heard, they have the right, just like we should have the right as well. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. We wanted to make sure 
they were able to express those opinions. Gonzalez said the staff made sure the residents were all placed six feet apart on the grass across from the entrance of the Northern Colorado Medical Center along the busy 16th Street in the center part of Greeley. They were wearing masks, and each one had their own member of staff nearby. The nurses and other personnel were also in the appropriate personal protection equipment required for their jobs. One woman who was not from Greeley, but happened to be at the hospital during the protest, yelled across the street, tell them to let you out of jail. Uh, and you know what? This is, it's about time. You know, and I, I believe this. Uh, I've said it from day one, right? America is free. And the fact that we've succumbed to the fear uh, is ridiculous. And think about this. How would you feel? Obviously, uh, these are older adults at the end of their lives. And they're being told, you can't have any visitors. You can't have your family members come in. You can't be around. Right at that point, they, you know what? I, I agree. I'd rather catch COVID than die from loneliness. It's the isolation that kills people. We talk about the mental health of the young ones. I have a son that's a senior in high school. I have a son that's a junior in college. His college is closed. Can't get on campus. We knew, my wife and I, it was in our son's best mental health that he go to clo move close to campus, and he's living with three of his teammates because he plays college there. They're, they're sharing a house together and being around friends and kids his own age. My younger son, who's a senior in high school, it's horrible. I can tell you this. Believe me when I tell you. Kids that I never thought would have problems struggling with this coronavirus, the isolation, the loneliness. It does things to minds, and it's not just the young it's the old, it's everybody in between. Uh, shout out to that nursing home facility in Greeley. We stand behind you. 800-951-0592. Freedom, baby. That's what it's all about. Uh, good luck to those residents. Uh, by the way, uh, just, uh, just so you know, Weld County, where... Uh, Greeley is located. The commissioner, the county commissioner, is lending his support to those residents as well. And everybody at that nursing home says the same thing. Listen, the, these people—they need to see their 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 kids, their grandkids. They they need to feel them, touch them, see them. That's that's what life's all about. Uh, and it, and it's just destroying them mentally. And it and it's happening everywhere. I wish the left would realize it. Uh, but as we move on now. Another one of our major banks behaving badly. This one's a little more creepy. You know, J.P. Morgan, we told you last week, you know, they paid almost a billion-dollar fine. So you know how bad it was, right, billion dollars, $985 million to be exact, you know, for spoofing 
the precious metals in treasury markets, right? And essentially ripping off their customers. I mean, that's what they were doing. Just flat out ripping them off. It was just like uh, you're walking down the street and someone comes up to you with a gun and steals your purse or your wallet. Except you didn't even know, at least when that happens, you know you got robbed. Right? These customers didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. And what happened? Nothing. Fine. It's getting a little worse. Federal regulators rapidly uh, becoming bigger dark pools of information than the secretive stock exchange. This is uh, Pam Martins and, and Russ. Pam and Russ Martins wrote this article. Uh, they write uh, uh, Wall Street on Parade, and it's something that should worry all of us. Because here, here's what they're accusing the Federal Reserve and the government of doing, right? Operating quietly and not letting us know what the big banks have been doing. And they're saying that on Tuesday, September 29th, while all eyes were focused on the presidential debate that occurred that evening, the Justice Department issued a press release announcing the fourth and the fifth felony counts against J.P. Morgan in the past six years. Of course, if you listen to me, guess what? I, you knew that because I told you about it. Think about this. The fourth and the fifth, fifth felony committed by J.P. Morgan that, that they've actually owned up to. We don't know how many more there are. See, this is part of that dark pool. In an unprecedented move, the Justice Department didn't even hold a press conference. See, normally, that's what they would do. So you, they could tell tell uh, the citizenry, hey, listen, just so you know, uh, this bank uh, just committed two more felonies. That didn't happen. Matter of fact, they didn't come out on TV at all. They didn't even explain why the largest bank is allowed to perpetually commit felonies with no change in management? That's a great question, isn't it? Jamie Dimon's been the CEO there for all of these felonies. But again, you know, oh, well, I didn't know. Right? I'm just the CEO. The bank admitted to the charges and was put on a three-year probation. By the way, it's the third three-year probation they've been put on in the last six years. <laughs> so apparently, the probation really doesn't mean anything. Right now, if you or I were on probation, and we committed a felony, and we admitted guilt to said felony, guess where we would go? Right back. Right, right back to jail you'd go. Apparently, J.P. Morgan committed as many felonies as they'd like. How many more are coming? But that was them. That was them. Okay? I'm going to settle down. Listen, this is why you need to call me. This is why you need to have some go. Listen, you got to have it. This is the great, this, this is things the mob could never, ever possibly pull off. They're so envious.
This is a criminal syndicate, period. How much more proof do we need? Well, I'm going to give you some more. Yesterday, when all eyes were on the vice presidential debate, so this is a couple of days ago, kind of interesting how that happened too, isn't it? Hmm. Make an announcement on the presidential debate, make an announcement on the vice presidential debate, hope nobody notices. The Federal Reserve and the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency announced consent decrees with Citigroup, the nation's third largest bank. Now, this one's very interesting. So consent decrees, right? Citigroup is admitting, oh, yeah, okay, we're guilty. The question is guilty of what? They said that the OCC, that's the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, imposed a $4 million fine on Citigroup's federally insured commercial bank, Citibank, and and stated in its consent order that it that it had identified unsafe or unsound practices with respect to the bank's internal controls including among other things just you know among other things the absence of clearly defined roles and responsibilities and non-compliance with multiple laws and regulations that's a real nice way of saying hey you guys were running wild Right? Nobody nobody in charge, no one looking out, right? The wolf is in the hen house and it's a slaughter. Well, I wonder what these rules were. Hmm. Non compliance with multiple laws and regulations. Obviously means the bank broke multiple laws and regulations. Right? I mean, let's we can call it what we want. But non-compliance just sounds better, doesn't it? Oh, you just weren't compliant. No big deal. It's fine. Apparently, the laws it broke and how they broke them and who benefited by how much was just too explosive of a story to see the light of day. What? Yeah. According to the consent orders for both the Office of the Currency, the Comptroller of the Currency, and the Federal Reserve, would not specify exactly what crime Citigroup had been committing and instead used vague generalities such as unsafe, or unsound practices. The Federal Reserve's consent order. Hmm. See what they had to say. Did include two deficiencies that jumped off the page as part of the uh, unsafe and unsound practices in the quote-unquote noncompliance. 
One unit, capital planning. Hmm. What could that be? Oh, wait. Is that all your retirements? Is that your annuities? Is that your IRAs? Oh, we're going to build your wealth for you. Now, listen, while we're helping you build your wealth, we're going to fleece the crap out of you. And liquidity risk management. Excuse me? Liquidity? Are you saying that they may be on the verge of insolvency? They don't have, they're not liquid? They don't have the money? What are we saying? The problem with capital and liquidity are not something one wants to read about. (laughs) You don't want those words. When you're thinking about, which bank should I go to? I know. Let me have the one that has the problems with capital capital planning and liquidity. That's the bank I want to have. Of course, you know, let's not pay attention that because of insolvency, the banks received the largest tax bail taxpayer bailout in global history. Let's let's not say that. The bank has done something obviously very bad. And it was put on a very tight leash, which is done only in extreme circumstances. The order requires, with the exception of ordinary course transactions such as hedging, market-making, and securitized transactions, the bank will not be able to complete any new portfolio or business acquisitions. Whoa. Now remember, they won't even tell us what they did. What did they do? How bad is it? Now, I've already told you, every one of these banks has failed the stress test. Now, they don't say that. I, I know that, right? They, matter of fact, they'll tell you flat out that I'm lying to you right now. You're a liar. You're a liar, Double J. They've absolutely passed it because we said so course i already told you how they pass this federal reserve is allowing allowing all of these major banks because remember it's only the the major banks that do this get the stress test you know the ones that are quote unquote too big to fail the ones that i've already told you there's no listen there is no two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fdic insurance for these big banks they've got 30 billion dollars Maybe, you know, let's go crazy. The FDIC's got $40 billion. Do you know the top ten largest banks all have at least a trillion? And the big ones, the big five, got multiple trillion dollars worth of deposits? So you, you think they've got, they don't have the money. They know this. This is why. Every stress test, I'll go, listen, no stress test had, oh, by the way, let's just shut down the entire country. That was never in the stress test. And they just simply make a journal entry. Because they get a call. Federal, hey, by the way, uh, stress test next week. Oh, okay. Uh, what's the number? Well, here you go. Here's what it's going to be. Here's, here's the stress test that we're going to test. The unemployment rate is going to be X. 
defaults are going to be Y, and your, your, your deposit number needs to be Z. So here's the answer. Go make it work. And the bank just simply journal entries. In the case of J.P. Morgan, they journal entry about $8 trillion off of, of derivatives out of their account. Well, they're still there. But they're just not on the spreadsheet. See, now, there's one guy at the central bank, and I'm saying one guy. There's probably multiple people that were like, hey, uh, we got a little problem here, Jay. Because, see, three weeks ago they said they had $55 trillion. Two weeks ago they had $55 trillion in derivatives. Last week they had $55 trillion in derivatives. The week of the stress test, they only got $47 trillion. Oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. Pass. So now Citigroup cannot complete any new portfolios. They can't even open up a new bank branch. <laughs> God, I'd love to know what they did. But unfortunately, we don't get to know. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't you feel good? We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up thirty plus. Uh, depending on where you look, thirty one to thirty five bucks. Nineteen twenty seven silver. Here it comes, right? I, you know, little brother, man. That, little brother's crazy. Yeah, he's up over a dollar in change. Uh, $25 in rising on silver. Uh, you know, we, we the bottom's here. It's in. Uh, we got higher highs. Uh, we had a higher low. Remember the little low on the Trump tree? The higher low. Now another new higher high. Uh, and again, uh, E.B. Tucker, I'll keep saying it. He's saying $2,500 gold by Christmas. And you start thinking about we still got stimulus to go. Uh, now, now we know... The amount of felonies from the banks is alarming. But this news out of Citigroup, when they won't even tell us what they did. At least J.P. Morgan, I can tell you the felonies. I can tell you the crime. Right? They were spoofing the precious metals markets. They were spoofing the treasury markets. Even though they promised that they weren't doing it all the way back in 2011, and kept doing it all the way through 2017. I can at least tell you what they did. Citigroup has done something so bad, they won't even tell us. How can that even be allowed? And then they say, you know what? It's so bad, you can't even open another branch. We don't want you to even, we don't want you to get any more customers right now. I'm going to read you a section of law that Citigroup is falling under, okay? Whenever the board believes an activity of a bank-holding company or control of a non-bank subsidiary, so remember, Citibank and Citigroup. Citigroup owns Citibank. Okay. constitutes, whenever it constitutes a serious risk to the financial safety, soundness, or stability 
of the sub- subsidiary bank of the holding company and is inconsistent with sound banking principles, and it's about as bad as you can get, the act or the Financial Institution Supervisory Act of 1966, which as amended at 12 U.S.C. 1818, so the, the act, this act, has been law in the United States for 50-some-odd years. It's been amended probably a bunch of times. The board may be required or may require the bank holding company to terminate the activity or terminate the control of the subsidiary. In other words, whatever they did was so significant that they could potentially have control of the bank taken away from them. And you think about all the crap Wells Fargo's done, all the crap that J.P. Morgan's done. They've all, listen, Bank of America, right, they're all in there. But this one, and again, the darkness of it, when they won't even tell you, this is how bad, they're not telling us what they did. Because my guess is that it would cause irreparable damage to the whole system, right? So whether they're absolutely flat-out lying about their liquidity, which I think is part of it, flat-out lying about the values of their derivatives, which I think is part of it, the fleecing of their clients that they have in their wealth management program, right? All all of the above. And and the and the sad part is they're forcing us to speculate as to what it is that they've done. But whatever it is, it's so bad they're refusing to tell us. And I only I listen, I, I don't bring this up. I don't want to scare anybody. You know, people think that a lot. Just trying to scare you. Anything but trying to open your eyes, see, see what's real. Think for a minute. Think about what's really happening out there. San Francisco's a ghost town. New York's a ghost town. We've got Seattle paying people to write F the police on murals. We, we've got a country that is literally falling apart at the seams. Lawlessness rules the day. The banks are allowed to openly cheat on stress tests. Felonies committed seemingly every single year. I mean... J.P. Morgan's been put on three-year probation three different times in six years. And this is where all of our wealth is. I'm no different than you. My money's in the bank. Because i got to have it in the bank. i got to pay my bills. Now, do I have more than I need in the bank? Not a chance. 
Not a chance. But I got to have money in there, right? I got I got to pay, pay pay my bills just like everybody else. Got to have it in there. But how much do you have in there? Only what you need. Because the bottom line is not only are they, and they're allowed to do this. This is the problem. Should Jamie Dimon be the president and CEO of J.P. Morgan? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Six felonies? How do you get fired? How do you lose your job? Do you think all the people that use Citigroup products and Citibank products have the right to know what it is that's been done to them? You would think they would. Instead, we're more concerned about keeping old people away from their grandkids. That's what we're concerned about. 800 951 0592. When we get back, we'll talk about a gold special. We'll also talk about the 25th Amendment. What is it? And why does Nancy Pelosi want it? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We were running twenties and tens the last few days. Uh, just blew them out. Uh, congratulations, right? Obviously, you got to feel real good about it. After uh, between yesterday and today, gold's up uh, over forty dollars to the ounce. Uh, another, uh, you know, new new hires we're building back. Uh, look for gold. Uh, I think gold's going to keep running. Gold's going to run through the rest of October. Uh, and November, uh, that's tradi- tradi- and then again, I say that because traditionally that's normally what happens. We normally see rising gold uh, in October and November. Uh, and now, of course, we got stimulus, we got the election, we got all these other things. Uh, another Fed governor out talking about <laughs> get ready, right? They're getting ready for the next uh, amount of buying that they're going to add, talking about more quantitative easing. Uh, today, I've got about 100 U.S. $5 Liberty Gold pieces. These are the fractional quarter ounce. Yesterday, before the move, they were $585 a piece. Today, after the move, I'm going to put them on special today for $575. So $575 for a quarter ounce of gold at $800. 951-0592. If you're new, listen, we're so easy to deal with. You just call the number. Arlene's going to answer the phone, and you just tell Arlene, I'd like the special. That's all you got to say. She's going to give you one tough question. How many would you like? And you just tell her. One, five, ten, whatever that number is. Uh, and really, that's that's the extent of it. There's no bait and switch. Right? There's no talk, you all, you don't want to buy that, you want to buy this. There's no, uh, uh, you know, like the Internet, they advertise all these low prices, you order it, you pay for it, next thing you know they're calling you trying to tell you you don't want it and you don't want this and you don't want that. We don't do any of that here. This is what it is that we want you to buy. It's just that simple. 
Uh, I promise you when you're done talking to us, you don't feel the need to take a shower or have that creepy feeling and all of those other things. Uh, if it's too good to be true, it is, right? 800-951-0592. Nancy Pelosi unveiled new legislation that would create a standing commission of lawmakers which would help Congress and the Vice President handle the invocation of the 25th Amendment when the President is not able to serve. Yes, the proposed panel called the Commission on Presidential Capacity to Discharge the Powers and Duties of the Office would be the body and the process called for in the 25th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, insisting this is not about Trump, she said. Voters, they'll ultimately judge him soon. You're right. She's right about that. Nevertheless, she claimed that Trump's infection, right, his COVID, which, let me repeat, 95%, 96, 97% of people get, get COVID and are over it in a matter of days. Right. The other, you know, whether whether it's three, four, five percent of us and like me, I had trouble. I did. The infection set off this crisis. Yeah, it was a crisis. Where was that? Walter Reed, two days. Which has underlined just how critical this type of commission is. The inspiration for the bill comes from Section 4 of the 25th Amendment, which empowers Congress to set up an independent body to determine whether the president is fit to serve and help guide the vice president to invoke the 25th Amendment powers without the president's consent. Right? Hey, let's get rid of the duly elected president. Pelosi tried to make it sound like she was merely trying to tie up an important loose end. Yes. Before the end of the next hundred. How about pass a stimulus? A president's fitness for the office must be determined by science and facts, she said. This legislation applies to future presidents. With this bill, Congress upholds its responsibility to protect the Constitution and the people. Believe me. If there's any danger to the Constitution, it's coming from Nancy Pelosi. They're saying, uh, and they go on and on about uh, this amendment and and, uh, the presidency. Uh, Ultimately, the commissions act alongside the vice president, who is the key actor in all of this, and blah, blah, blah. But here's what I say. Maybe it's not about Trump. I mean, the left, you know, they think Biden's going to win. Is this how they plan to get Kamala Harris in? Right? Joe Biden's unfit to serve? I don't know. I don't know. I've never, uh, again, this 2020 has been a year like no other. And here's just another example of it. How dangerous is it? You know, the, the, the power 
that isn't in charge, desperately trying to be in charge. You know, Mike Pence brought it up in the vice presidential debate about is the if the Democrats won, would they stack the court? In other words, add more justices to the court, assuming that the uh, conservatives had more conservative justices on the court than the the more liberal justices would they add that you know they're trying to make uh, washington dc a state right all of these things uh to gain power and circumvent what we have created the republic that is the united states patriot radio news hour i know right maybe we need four figures to check today Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I think uh, gold's going to be heading higher. Uh, apparently, the Trump administration working on a new now one point eight trillion dollar stimulus package so you know the pelosi was at two two i i think maybe next week sometime next week we could finally get it done of course you know i've been saying two trillion all along uh but again not enough that's the problem not enough because in another three to six months the same thing's going to happen again uh i don't have any details as to what is in the bill outside of i know they want uh, airline bailout. They want to send everyone a check again. Uh, no word as to the amount of for the unemployed. Are you going to get 300, 400, 600 extra a month? Uh, that is not in there. And then, of course, is there any money for the states uh, that have been behaving badly? I don't know. Uh, one last thing before we head out. Uh, Evans now, Donald Evans, another Federal Reserve uh, president coming out and saying that They're going to need another round of quantitative easing, uh, according to uh, Charles Evans, the Chicago Federal Reserve president, that they would ramp it up uh, as the recovery, if the recovery is any slower, if things are somewhat worse, if the recovery is slower, I think we'll be having interest rates at zero lower bound, but I think it'll, we would also be following it up with even more asset purchases, hoping that there would be more fiscal support as well. So, again, here's what they're setting us up for. Come 2021, another another round of bailouts. Right, or, uh, wait, another round of stimulus, along with more quantitative easing, from the central bank, and I, I uh, you know, I just sit there and I start thinking about uh, where, where, where the dollar is heading, where gold is heading. Uh, the banks just got to be suffering immensely. I mean, rates are at zero, so they're already suffering from low rates. Now you have all the people not paying. Uh, it's hard to imagine that more bailouts aren't going to be needed. U.S. five-dollar liberties. The $5 quarter ounce Liberty Gold pieces at 575 at 800 951 as we head out for today. Uh, right now, gold is at 1925 1926 Silver's at uh, $24.90. And the Dow is up 
150 points. The S&P's up 28. The NASDAQ's up 130. Uh, crude oil is about the only thing down today. Uh, and by the way, I, I'll just point this out. The 10-year note just missed touching eight-tenths of a percent. I know a whopping eight-tenths of a percent. That's the highest I've seen the 10-year note it all, maybe this year. So uh, this is probably uh, something the central bank is very worried about. Uh, the interest rates going higher, even though the Fed's funds rate isn't. And the more debt we pile on, the more risk there is. And I think Charles Evans is just letting you know, no matter what, the central bank is going to have to be buying a whole lot more debt come next year. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Listen, God bless everybody. Have a safe, productive weekend. Good luck to all the football players. And we'll be back on Monday.